This is the Get In My Garden podcast, episode eight, and I'm your host, Aaron Moskowitz. Today we have an inspiring guest named Cassidy, creator of succulentsandsunshine.com, a wildly successful online business currently focused on being the number one resource for information about succulents, their identification, propagation, and care. Five years ago, she started on her journey, marketing online, focusing on the beautiful succulents she discovered in magazines. She is a talented photographer and a savvy business strategist. Little by little, she built a thriving business around her passion for succulents. When she started, she made only $100 per month for the first year using Google AdWords. The next year, she upped her game and she made approximately $10,000 total, growing her business by paying close attention to what was working and what her community specifically was interested in. Currently, she's running a very smart six-figure business operating like a finely tuned machine. This short episode is her backstory. It will be very valuable and inspiring for any listener who wants to make their business work for them and start thriving online. Next week, I'll publish the two follow-up episodes where Cassidy shares insights about how she runs her business now, how she's mastered marketing and social media to build her amazing tribe, and what new and exciting projects she is working on for the worldwide succulent community. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes to the Get In My Garden podcast, leave positive feedback, and sign up on my website, getinmygarden.com, for specials and announcements. And thank you to everyone who's emailed me ideas and feedback. Again, my email is Aaron at getinmygarden.com. First of all, do you have any questions for me? I'm kind of curious how you got started with your podcast. I think I read, I read the story on your website, I believe. I've been selling at the farmer's market for a year, different plants. So I had a business in Santa Fe and people here, a lot of them collect irises, daylilies, or canna lilies. So it's this, it's a rhizome and they are like ginger roots. So they get very, very crowded and you have to separate them. So I created this business where I would visit people's yards and offer them a free service to separate them, replant them. And then I would take the extra and sell them at the market. Huh? Smart. Thank you. (laughs) I, I was at the farmer's market and I had met so many interesting people and I had such a cathartic experience myself working with plants and visiting people's farms, but a lot of people, they just didn't have it in them to think about it from a business perspective. So my podcast is really a way for them to learn more and figure out ways that they can monetize what they're doing. Yeah, that's, that's perfect. Um, my, my grandma actually used to sew clothing, um, Uh and she would sell at, you know, different boutiques and things. And her biggest comment on that whole experience is most people had no idea whether or not they were making money or whether it was worth their time to be there. And that's wild. She always knew down to the penny whether or not it was worth it. Like she was very, very particular about keeping track of everything. So I think it's smart to, to have this and help other people who maybe don't know the business side of things to be able to teach them how to do it. Cause I know it's a, it's definitely a huge gap. I met a lady in San Diego. She does landscape design for major, major clients, um, huge projects, but she does what she calls these succulent tapestries. And she plants succulent cuttings really close together. And it looks awesome. They're really pretty. But what people don't realize is 
they probably have to be maintained maybe every six months. So not a lot, but, um, you know, she's coming back every six months and she just cuts stuff off and uses it for the next project. Wow. It sounds very similar. Yeah. So it's like, and, and a lot of times I think she will use them for that particular client, but sometimes not. She just has a bin where she tosses everything that she, she keeps, but. Wow. And succulents really are resilient. So, I mean, you could just take one and leave it for months, right? And then sometimes plant it and it'll be fine. Yeah. Yep. Well, that's, that's great. So she has a very low overhead business too. Yeah. Great. So how did you get started? I know, I mean, I don't want to spend too much on your backstory because I know that it's out there already. And I think what you're, the direction you're going is most interesting. Yeah. So I, I had been subscribing to a bunch of magazines because back in the day, that's what you did. And I had seen succulents kind of pop up in quite a few different, I don't know, home decor and just general design magazines. And I'm like, oh, these are kind of cool. Um, and they're very photogenic. Um, so my my background is in photography. I have a BFA in photography. Great. So at the time, I was I was doing client work and... Anyway, in the middle of winter, my mom's like, hey, let's go to a nursery because in Utah, we get this inversion and it's like all the nasty smog and whatnot just gets trapped and it's like the most miserable week of January. Oh, wow. So we went over to this greenhouse. I'm like, I'm going to get a couple succulents and kind of see what these are all about. So I, I bought three succulents and had them on my windowsill. We were in a basement apartment and I tried to figure out what I needed to do to take care of them and ultimately could not find the excruciating detail uh, for how to care for them that I wanted. Mm. So I started just experimenting and I had been documenting it on my photography blog and then I heard about online businesses. I'm like, oh, I should put some analytics on my site and see how, um, see how everything's doing or what people are visiting. And turns out like 90% of my traffic was to those succulent posts. Ah, so the people were seeking out the information on how to care for their succulents. Yep. And so at that point I decided, okay, we should make this its own thing. So we're actually coming up on our fifth year anniversary on Valentine's Day. Amazing. And I moved all of those posts over to succulentsandsunshine.com. And that's when I really started pursuing it. And my husband was in graduate school at the time. And so I was, for the most part, the breadwinner. So I'm like, I would like to just stay home and work and play with plants. And so I... I started figuring out how to actually monetize it and just started with Google ads. Um, oh. But then I think it was two years later, I published my first ebook, and that was what really got the ball rolling. And I could see the, see the potential there. Now, when you first started, so it was definitely, from what I understand, an uphill battle, right? There wasn't much happening for a while. And maybe at what point did you say, wow, this is definitely, so, I mean, you, you got the ebook, it came out, did that instantly start making you 
money and drawing people to your website? Do you know what? It didn't. Um, I, I would not say it was a bad launch. I think I sold like 10 or 15 ebooks. So there was uh-huh. definitely interest there. But I'm trying to think the actual like timeline. I want to say it was, I bought the domain name, succulentsandsunshine.com on Valentine's Day. And the following month, I had made $100 in Google Ad, or yeah, Google AdSense income. I see. And it really didn't slow down from there. By the end of that year, we had made $10,000 um, from the site. So I could see that it had potential. The biggest trick was that it kind of just stayed at that point uh, for about a year. So the following year, at the end of summer, I was kind of on the fence, like, okay, do I keep going with this? Do I start looking for other work? Because it was not quite enough to like make ends meet, but it was really close. Wow. So I was actually getting ready to start pitching more clients and going back to photography when I got an offer from the Idiot's Guide to write a book. And that was, that was really the turning point of, okay, this, uh, well, one, they were going to pay me. So that helps. Uh, That's a great yeah. thing. So, and then that was like, okay, this is a big name publisher and there's, there's something here. So we should probably stick with it though. By the time I finished writing the idiot's guide, I uh, never wanted to look at another succulent again, I bet. but went back at it a month later. So, uh, Good for you. That is so great. Well, so would you say that you were ahead of the succulent curve? Because I mean, it seems like right now they are just, and maybe you're a huge part of this because there are so many people with beautiful Pinterest pins and also, uh, you know, succulents seem to be all the rage right now. Yeah. Are you a big part of that? Or would you say that you just got ahead of the curve? Um, I don't flatter myself that I was a big part of it. I'm sure... I'm sure it was part of it, but like, I would not say I drove the trend by any means. Um, but I definitely was writing that, that upswing and I kept waiting actually for it to kind of like taper off or even drop off. And so far, uh, we haven't seen that. Um, that's amazing. Yeah. What do you feel is so appealing about succulents? I think most people like them because of the idea that they're low maintenance and most of my readers uh, come to me because they're finding out that they aren't necessarily low maintenance. Um, but also mm-hmm. they're just really attractive and they certainly I think are. that is part of why they're showing up in so many, they're, they're just being used in so many different places like design blogs or I've noticed them in a lot of stock photos lately. Um, like, mm-hmm. you know, an overhead shot of, a desk scene, there's going to be a succulent on there or cactus. Cactus are kind of what's keeping it alive right now. So I'm sure you know, but all, all cactus are succulents, but not all succulents are cactus. So it's uh, cactus are within that group of succulents. But yes, that makes sense. That um, there's kind of this second wind of cactus showing up and everything. Yeah, people can not water them for weeks and they'll be fine. That must be a big part of it. Plus, of course, they're just so beautiful. Yeah, definitely. And they're very uh, artistic. 
so I'm noticing not that people aren't actually growing cactus. They definitely are. But there's also a trend in art to be drawing or painting cactus or using them as graphics in some sort of design work. So I've seen, I've seen quite a bit of jewelry and clothing, bags, and that sort of thing with this cactus motif now. And I think that's a big part of what's kind of keeping the interest alive. Well, that is great. Subscribe on iTunes so you don't miss the upcoming follow-up episodes with Cassidy. Also coming up this month is an interview with two very special guests who have created a novel farm-to-table business model with one of the most special restaurants in Santa Fe, New Mexico.